SAFM Sports Rant. Approaching 6.30 on SFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Hello and welcome to uh, another edition of SFM Sports Wrap. This is the PSL radio show, Segunjalo. We're going to be talking about all sorts of sport, but uh, focusing on indeed football over the next half hour. Uh, plenty to come on the show, but I've got to mention a couple of things. Wade van Niekerk, you beauty. Wow, after an incredible year for Wade van Niekerk. Cleaned up at the SA Sport Awards last night. He picked up five different awards, walked away with two cars and over a million rand in prize money. Uh, fantastic for Wade Vinicarek, but I mean, he's certainly been somebody who has excited audiences all around the world. He's enthralled viewers, and he's been one of the few people who has been able to upstage Usain Bolt, arguably the greatest athlete of all time. Some argue, although it's always difficult to uh, make comparisons, but he was uh, certainly one of the people that Usain Bolt himself has been stunned by over his performances and smashing Michael Johnson's record at the Olympic Games back in August. Oh, yes, 43.03. I'm still reliving it in my mind when I think about MJ's 43.18. That was a time that shouldn't have been run for another 30, 40 years. For Wade Van Eker to run a 43.03, just, oh, just sensational. I still get goosebumps thinking about it. And just great to uh, to see that he cleaned up at the awards last night. Custis Sabini as well, picking up uh, a host of awards at the uh, SA Sports Awards. And great to see some uh, people recognized for their contributions to South African sport and their remarkable achievements as well, including Brad Binder, uh, I think the uh, Moto3 world champion, doing phenomenal stuff. He's going to be racing in Moto2, although a bike fell on his arm recently in testing for Moto2. He had to have it surgically repaired, but he will be back in South Africa tomorrow morning. So an opportunity to get out to Aura Tambo International and welcome back uh, South Africa's world champion of Moto3 and certainly a star for the future, Brad Binder. So much to talk about, though, and uh, I do want to comment on so many things, but I do need to get into the show, tell you what we got on the show today. We're uh, hoping to catch up with a couple of PSL clubs in terms of um, what's been happening in the football scene. Mamelodi Sundowns won Team of the Year. We're set to chat to uh, Mamelodi Sundowns in a little while. Uh, we're also looking to uh, chat to Cape Town City after their uh, demolition of Free State Stars in the Telcom knockout. But we've got a special guest in studio. I'm just going to give you a hint of what's coming up. It's a little bit about La Liga. That's all I'm saying. Yes, it's El Clasico week. But let's get uh, straight into it with some sports news. Football news. Banyana Banyana captain Janine van Vaik saying their semi-final clash against Nigeria tomorrow is far greater than a football match and described it as war. Now, South Africa progressed to the last four following their 5-0 win over Egypt in their last Group A encounter to finish second to book a date with Group B tabletop as Nigeria. Super Falcons are tournament favourites courtesy of their pedigree at this tournament, though, which they've won a record seven times. But Sanfa Technical Director of Women's Football, Fran Hilton-Smith, says South Africa are no longer intimidated by Nigeria since their historic 1-0 semi-final win at the 2012 edition. Well, I think it's improving. I think we've seen some very good football. And obviously the last four teams, very tough. Nigeria, many times the champions. So it makes for a very, very tough semi-final with Nigeria, South Africa, and of course Ghana, Cameroon, the hosts, you have really put up a good display, so it bodes well for the future of women's football. Meanwhile, Sibuniso Gatwa has penned a contract with Bidvest Fitz until the end of the season with an option to renew. 
Blitz this morning confirmed the signing of Pa, as he's affectionately known, who started training with the club following his acrimonious exit from Kaiser Chiefs in June. Gartla previously worked with the Clever Boys coach Gavin Hunt at Supersport United. Rugby news following their 27-13 defeat in Cardiff. The Springboks have dropped one position below Wales to sixth in the latest official world rugby rankings. It's only the third time that Wales had beaten South Africa, and the loss means the Springboks have equaled their lowest ever position since the world rankings began in October 2003. Elsewhere, though, Ireland boosted their tally by more than a point following their 27-24 win against Australia and Dublin, and are now just over two points behind the third-placed Wallabies. But New Zealand and England remain the top two sides in the rankings. And just finally, in some cricket news for you, England trailing by 56 runs with six wickets remaining at stumps on day three of the third test against India in Mohali. The visitors reached 78 for four in their second innings after India posted a mammoth 417 in their first innings. Meanwhile, Pakistan was one without loss at stumps on the fourth day of the second test against New Zealand in Hamilton. An unbeaten century by Ross Taylor allowed the hosts to declare on 313 for five and set the visitors a target of 369. That's your sports news. SAFM Sports Wrap. It is 26 minutes to 7 on SFM, South Africa's news and information leader, and I'm delighted to say we're going to be talking uh, La Liga now. It is El Clasico week, and uh, certainly there's a great deal of build-up when it comes to uh, El Clasico. We've got a very special guest in studio. I'm delighted to welcome to the studio for the first time uh, Antonio Barradas, the African Director of La Liga. Antonio, thanks for joining us. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for receiving us. Now, before we do anything else, (coughs) we've got to talk about Barcelona and some recent results here because I think this is is something that is at the forefront of anybody's uh, mind if, if you think La Liga. Uh, what is going on with Barcelona? Neymar hasn't scored it, what open place in September. Uh, Suarez has got one in his last five matches, and, and not even Messi's return can guarantee three points. It seems. I, I personally think one's uh, one's uh, Iniesta is not in the middle, and I think it's like the little machine that's uh, what moves around. That's it with Iniesta. Him not being there definitely is making a big difference in Barcelona's side. Yeah, Iniesta is a, is a little magician, isn't he? Oh, yeah, it yeah. used to be magic watching Iniesta and Xavi. Oh, it looks like they were wearing their Superman capes as they were out. But uh, Indeed, I mean, missing Iniesta in midfield, and there, there seems to be some serious problems there. I think uh, Luis Enrique talking about the worst ever performance that he's seen after last night's one-all draw with Sociedad. Well, uh, Chiliotto were very... Barcelona was very... I, I'm not supposed to be biased, but obviously um, Barcelona last night were very lucky to get away with the, with the draw because it was a very touch and go to the game to go the other way, which is... Uh, we all seen it, and unfortunately, it's you know the refs make the decision, and it's it's okay for Barcelona to get away with with one point. We, we, don't worry, we, we we understand that you're uh, completely non-biased when it comes yeah. to to these clubs, but uh, indeed, unfortunately, Barcelona and Real Madrid are the, the the two sides that most people talk about, and certainly Atletico Madrid have uh, come through the ranks in recent years as well. But I still think since Andoni Subizarreta left as sporting director. Barcelona haven't actually made a good signing, and I wonder if that's where the, the, the problems are starting, because they've got an aging group, and I can't think of a decent signing they've made in the last few years. Well, it's right. They haven't really, they, in the last two years, they haven't really signed much, but they, they have down, they have down our players, which they've got a fantastic, uh, fantastic, uh, you know, they start with the grassroots, so they've got fantastic players, they've got home players, and they, they really didn't, they didn't sign anybody. They've signed, uh, they've signed a player from, um, from Valencia. 
uh, which is the middle field, is good, but obviously it's going to take a long time to take the Iniesta's place. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think you could ever replace an Andres Iniesta, but I believe he might be ready for El Clasico. I don't know if it's all talk and hype, but, uh, but it is going to be intriguing indeed if he, if he does return, because that six-point lead now that Madrid has is starting to look just a little ominous. Uh, but let's talk about, you mentioned grassroots, talking about uh, uh, Barcelona. But in, in terms of, of South Africa, you, you've been in South Africa for a year odd now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In, in that time, give us an overview of what exactly... Well, our, our, idea, our idea here in South Africa, obviously, first it's supposed to be, to be, to, you know, to be more close to our fans, because we're not here in South Africa, we have a huge, uh, huge fall-up uh, with Barcelona and Real Madrid. and But... That is one point. The second point is supposed to, we also have a foundation which is run by La Liga Foundation and we want to create, uh, we, we, we want to create sort of a, uh, association with, with, with SAFA, which is we'll be talking to, the, to them and we will be going into to the schools, we'll be to, uh, going to them, into, into the grassroots to, to do create, uh, to, to create uh, areas where we can help with, uh, with the grassroots. Uh, Okay, so, so getting involved with the grassroots structures of uh, South African Football Association seems like a, a good task. Already. I believe you've actually taken a few young players over to, to Spain already to, to experience a Yeah, host we, of we did things. it when we did the future champions. We took three players, so it was a girl and two boys. They went over and they, they had their, their, their experience, their experience in, uh, in Spain. It was uh, really fantastic and the whole idea is supposed to, to go in and, and do more events all the time and, and really get, uh, get players, get the, the youngsters from yet to, to look forward and to see one day we get a we got a South African start to to play in to play in in Spain. Yeah, we've only had a, a couple of uh, South African players who've actually played at high-profile teams over in uh, over in Spain over the years. I'm mean, Nasif Morris, obviously at uh, Welva and Santander, and uh, Tepo Masilela at Getafe for for uh, a, a season. But we haven't really seen too many South African players make uh, make appearances in in La Liga. And for, unfortunately, and for Unfortunately, in Spain, there's very few at the moment. It's, it's very few. That's what the whole idea. The whole idea is to start. You have to start from the from uh, the grassroots because the talent is here. Obviously, the talent Absolutely. is fantastic, but we need something. We need something for real to start right bottom and really look for really look for the for the talent and to bring couple of years time in few years times to get to, to get a South African star but indeed there is broader talent all around Africa I suppose and I think uh, when you talk about talent the people must think obviously of, of, of Toure in particular and uh, I mean Seydou Keita was part of that side that won six titles in 2009 yeah. and he was I, I, I don't want to say he was just part of that side he was Pivotal to the success of the side that won six titles in a in a calendar year in 2009, correct, and celebrated rightly for for those achievements. But uh, we haven't really seen the influx into into Spain in the way we've seen in in England, I suppose. Is, yeah. is there a is there a sort of move to to change that and bring in some of this raw talent, as it were? Yes, it's uh, the whole idea is obviously it's if we can have some talent from here. We, we as La Liga, we don't we don't get ourselves involved in um, in taking players when we share players. But if it is a talent. Yeah, in South Africa, we'll def- definitely we will make 
we'll make an introduction for, to take them over to a club, maybe maybe not to train in Barcelona, but maybe train in Real Madrid, but we'll have a Valencia, we'll have a Malaga, we'll have uh, all the other clubs, which is as long as they can get into to those clubs over there, with, even if they go to second division clubs, which is, will be will be an open open door for them to, to go into a bigger clubs in, in Spain. So the, the, the doors are open, if she's definitely first to, to do that. Well, right. We've got plenty to talk about with you, uh, Antonio uh, Barreras, the uh, African director of uh, La Liga but uh, 19 minutes to 7 let me just uh, ask you what is summer without your favourite song the SABC is giving you the chance to vote for your favourite song from any SABC radio station of your choice SMS the letters MTR the name of the song and artist to 33175 to vote for your SABC summer song by voting you stand a chance to win a brand new Kia Picando plus a week to cash prize of 5,000 Rand you can SMS as many times as you like voting closes on 30th of December 2016 SMS has cost 1 Rand 50 T's and C's apply the SABC has signed a code of conduct that is enforced by the Broadcasting Complaints Commission of South Africa. Under the code, we are committed to giving news that is accurate, comment that's fair, and programming that is not harmful, does not amount to hate speech or violence or explicit sex. If you think we are not living up to that code, then you can inform the Broadcasting Complaints Commission of South Africa. Direct any complaints in writing to the BCCSA. P.O. Box 412-365, Craig Hall 2024. That's the BCCSA, P.O. Box 412-365, Craig Hall 2024. Send a fax to 011-326-3198 or an email to bccsa at nabsa.co.za. For more information, please visit bccsa. No, enough is enough. This ends tonight. Count me in. O eight hundred one five zero one five zero. Stop the violence. Call the Stop Gender Based Violence Helpline on 0800 150 150. SAFM 104 to 107, South Africa's news and information leader. We're not all talk. Our playlist is pretty hot too. SAFM, keeping the temperature soaring all summer. This is Sport on SAFM, every supporter's greatest resource. SFM, South Africa's news and information leader, 17 minutes to 7. We continue talking to African director of La Liga, Antonio Barradas. Uh, Antonio, let's talk about uh, El Clasico coming up this weekend. Uh, you've, got a, you've got a big event happening in Nelson Mandela Square. Just tell us briefly about that. Yes, uh, we have been, we have been the, the, most, uh, the most viewed game in the world, which is El Clasico, which is uh, uh, Barcelona. What? Bigger than Chiefs and Pirates? Are you <laughs> kidding? <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. It's, it is viewed all over, it's viewed all over the world. It's not just viewed in one country, yes. it's viewed in 170, 172 countries or something, all over the world is viewed so, and we're going to do uh, we're going to do it again, to give the opportunity for so the South Africans to come over and watch the, the this free interest for the for most of the people to come into Mandela Square 
uh, we invited people to come on over and watch. It'll be will be uh, will be an experience. It will be almost like you would be there in uh, in Barcelona watching the Clásico. Uh, you're going to have uh, La Liga ambassador there as well, I believe. Uh, yes, so an opportunity yeah, perhaps to interact with them. Yes, we we can we can bring Christian Carimbao over. He's going to uh, mingle with the people. He's going to sign. He's going to sign T-shirts. He's going to mingle with the people. So whatever it is, people will come in and we'll get some giveaways and we have we have drinks we have uh, we have in the Spanish ambassador we have we have a lot of people coming over we expect a lot of people to come over and really come over and enjoy the enjoy the game but more important than that, I believe you're also going to be uh, hosting clinics in Alexandra. Is that is that right? Yes, correct. We we're going to host uh, with the Christian Grimbo, We're going to host a clinic in Alexandra, and more than that, we're going to bring the underprivileges, which we always one of the one of my points is we always like to bring the underprivileged to come over and watch watch the game. So we bring in a couple of buses of kids to come over and to be at Mandela Square and then watch the game in the big in the big screen. But we'll make it is like we put in the gra- we put in. Uh, uh, like a grass, but it's not grass, it's an official grass green, so you can sit around and watch the game. We'll make it, we'll make like it will be part of you in, in Barcelona watching the game. This is the, that's the best way to watch cricket. It's yeah. Sitting on the grass embankment, so it's, it's not a bad idea to have uh, some, something like that, certainly. But you talk about the, the, the viewing and obviously uh, free entrance at something like this. Is there a plan from La Liga, because it is broadcast on, on paid broadcast, is there a plan to expand the broadcast base and certainly to potentially have La Liga on free-to-air channels like the SABC. Yes, we will. We, we, we are looking at, the, as a matter of fact, with, the, with, our, with, our, with our sponsor, which has got, which is, has the, the right to us. We, in, in our contract, we have to give, uh, give once a week a free game, free-to-air. We will we will be working on that to give a free-to-air game at least once a week, but two games a week to, to the people to watch the football, the best football in the world, free-to-air as well. Is a little bit biased, the best football in the world. We have the best players in the world at the moment. There we yeah, can't really, we can't really we can't argue about it. Yeah, no, that, that that is true. And I think I think the emergence of uh, Diego Simeone's Atletico Madrid is is making it all the more exciting because it broke that Real Madrid Barcelona stranglehold. But what do you think that actually did though for for the interest overall in 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 La Liga, which I know some people have been starting to term a, a two team league. No, I think it's 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 better. It's always better for you to have a fantastic league. You have to have a strong guy, uh, below teams as well. So if you don't, if you only have two clubs, strong clubs. It doesn't create. It's no good. It's no good for football. You need to have. Uh, you need to have uh, strong teams at the bottom as well. And Atletico has come up. Unfortunately, three times in a row they've been they've been to the finals and they lost. They lost. So it's been uh, it's been very unfair on them. But they did. So Mion is doing a fantastic job to with with Atletico Madrid and and the football as such in Spain. It's really it's really it's done fantastic. It's uh, if you take it what they done with the, the president we have there, Javier Tebas, which is what he's done to financial to the club in the last uh, three years since he took over, he's really turned the turned the clubs around. There's no club which owes money to the to the to ta- taxes or anything like that. They paid everything and they paid the players. There's no. It's really he's done a fantastic job. So it's really it's it's and, and it's, it's good football. It's not that about it. Indeed, I mean be, beyond that, of course, uh, is, is is the fact that over over half the Champions League winners in recent times have come from Spain and even even the runners-up. I mean, Atletico Madrid have been desperately unlucky in a few. 
in a few finals, a couple of finals against Real Madrid. Uh, Real Madrid are the uh, reigning European champions. Barcelona, of course, those magnificent victories. I was there in Rome in 2009 uh, with, with Samuel inspiring the victory in 2011. They, they, they followed that up again, of course. So, so we've seen that dominance from, from La Liga, not just in Spain with the entertaining football and attractive football, but we've seen it across Europe as well. And that traditionally has been the powerhouse of world football. Yes, yes, it's it's really it's but obviously once you have the best players, once you have the best players in the world, obviously it's you know we go Cristiano Ronaldo and uh, and uh, and Messi, obviously they're the two best players in the world. I mean it's it's shown year after year, and uh, once you have those best players in the world, obviously it's you know you have you have a lot of fans and things like that. What do you think? Real Madrid's participation in the uh, Club World Cup is going to do, out of interest. Is, is, is this going to break their rhythm, break their run, do you think? Because what, they're on a 31-match unbeaten run at the moment? Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we hope, uh, we, I think the Real Madrid's got a team too. It's got, it's got, it's got, I, I think Real Madrid at the moment has got a, with, with um, Zidane being over there, he's got all the players. At one stage, everybody was, I, I personally think, were match individual. Today, they, they play more like a team, they, to one another, they're passing the ball more to one another than before. So it's, it's I personally think it's, uh, it's just great. Yeah, wonderful team ethic. But you talk about uh, team ethics and relationships. Obviously, it comes yeah. down to, to the cohesion. Have you found your relationship with the South African Football Association over the last year? And is it something that strengthened considerably? And you're looking to continue strengthening? We're, we're working on that. We're working on that. Uh, we, we, we would like to. We would like to. Um, to work more, more closer and closer with the South African football. We work with, with the Sampa. We'd like to work with them. We'd like, we would like to work with the, with the football, with the, with the teams from South Africa. We're going to bring the team from, uh, next year. We have, uh, we have a team coming from Spain to do the pre-season in already in Durban. So Malaga is coming to do the pre-season in Durban next year. So we, we're looking at, you know, it's, it's, it's slowly, but it's, it's coming, it's coming right. There are exciting yeah. times. And yeah. I can tell yeah. you what, if you're looking for any South Africans to go watch La Liga with, uh, I know the Minister of Sport is off to uh, watch El Clasico, uh, I think uh, coming up this weekend. I know Siobhan Chetty is standing front in line, producer of the show. She's, she's bouncing up and down like an excited bunny, just <laughs> if you're ever looking. But uh, Antonio, we're going to catch up with you in just a moment again, so we ask you to uh, stay around, but we do need to catch up with uh, somebody who is absolutely extraordinary this past weekend, uh, but we'll, uh, we'll chat Telco Knockout in a moment. You're listening to Sport on SAFM, the next best thing to being at the game. 10 to 7 on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Let's talk Telcom knockout semi-finals because one of the most extraordinary performances I've seen from a South African side in recent years was Cape Town City's absolute dominance against Free State Stars. The number of chances created was out of this world. I think it was 16 shots on target that they had. Poor old Telang Obeni, who had a, a remarkable game of his own, conceded four ga- goals in the game and was still regarded by many as uh, one of the three best players on the pitch. But the man who was voted man of the match after Cape Town City's 4-1 win over Free State Stars was Aubrey Gorman. I'm delighted to say he's on the line. Aubrey, thanks for joining us. Good evening. Uh, good evening. Thanks for having me. Uh, maiden season in the uh, in the EPSA Premiership in the PSL as Cape Town City. You made the semi-finals of the MTN8. You're sitting joint top of the standings in terms of points won in the league. And now you're in the final of the Telcom Knockout. You guys are having a phenomenal time, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, you could you could say that, but I don't think uh, we've achieved anything so far. You know, we, we wanna wanna talk all this 
at the end of the season, you know, when we, we won uh, at least the silverware, then you can say we had a great season. Uh, you know, it could still go wrong, but at the moment we're enjoying ourselves. You know, it feels like it feels like a dream. Uh, looking at uh, what we achieved uh, so far uh, as, a, as a new team, but I think uh, credit needs to go to to the technical team for all the hard work they've been putting uh, with the with the players uh, in training. Yeah, I think I think the way you guys are getting those combinations going is out of this world. Uh, the combinations between. In particular, you and uh, Lebohan Manyama have been uh, just uh, sublime at times. The, the understanding, the, the cohesiveness of the uh, attacking unit that also includes the likes of Massina and Majoro and indeed Matsi and Pucho when they got involved as well. Everybody just seems to understand and know so well. Where does that understanding and cohesion come from? I, th- I think uh, so far it's, it's because of... Uh, the training, the training drills you do, uh, you know, with the, with the with the technical staff. I think they implemented uh, a lot of movements uh, uh, for us uh, offensively. You know that uh, even if you you don't have to to create space for yourself, you have to always try create space for your teammates. And I think that's that's been working well uh, with, the, with the with the players that we've got a good uh, when one makes uh, this certain run, one needs to move there, one needs to move there. So I think uh, so far it's going well, but we want to keep uh, pushing and pushing and improving. You know, there's still a lot of games to come, and we just hope to to stay in there and keep going and taking each game at a time. Yeah, what amazes me though as well is there was you know a lot of talk about Robin Johannes and Sepa Gomere were missing, so your first choice central defenders were missing. You weren't uh, able to play at your home venue because Cape Town Stadium was unavailable this weekend. I mean, there were so many things that could have gone wrong, but it still went so right. And you, you guys are now on a run of what seven matches, seven wins in succession, and you've scored 18 goals in that time. Uh, what's the, what's, I don't want to ask about the spirit, but what's, what's the talk from the players in the change room? What's it like in the team bus? What's it like when you gather at the airport to fly off to, to a venue? I think the, the, the most important thing that we, we're trying to uh, focus on as players is that you're only as good as, as good as your next game. You know? We can't keep dwelling on the previous results that we've won uh, six or seven games on a winning run, you know. It, it could all uh, be thrown away by just one terrible performance. So we make sure that whenever we go to the next game, we focus on that game, we forget about what happened the previous game, and just to keep improving as players. You know, I think uh, uh, with a mentality like that, you know, it, it helps. It helps a lot that when we go to a game, you know, each player is focused on that game. We're not thinking of any other game but the game we're going to play at that particular time. So. Uh, it's good to be on a, on a winning run, of course, but I think we're just taking each game at a time and making sure that uh, we keep our fit family on the ground and keep working. You know, this, this, uh, this game can uh, embarrass you if you if you think you, you've achieved and uh, you start getting pit-headed. I think the, the players know that you know, we still have a long way to go. We have to just take each game at a time and keep working hard. Yeah, well, you know all about counting your chickens before they hatch. You you know that you don't want to do that. Uh, I remember you sitting on the bench for Orlando Pirates when Mukhkolodi uh, Ngele came off the bench for Platinum Stars and scored two goals in the 2013 final to snatch the, the gold medal away from you guys. But what would this mean to you, though, having been through an experience like that, to go on if you, if you did go on and win this Telkom knockout title? 
I promise you, it, it would mean a lot for a lot of players in the team. You know, we were looking at our squad and 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 looking and thinking. You know, how many players have actually went to the final and won a trophy? You know, I think there's there's a few players that you can mention from our team. Yeah. Players like uh, Majoro, Nebo, uh, Manyama. I think has won a Telkom Cup as well. Yeah. So, uh, for for most of us, it will be the first time we win a uh, trophy. You know, I've been to. Finals. I was on the bench with Pirates, so two finals uh, we didn't win. So now, you know, uh, we want to go all the way and win it. I, I think the players know the motivation that this will be a must, a must win for us, you know, at all costs. But at the moment, we're focusing on tomorrow's game, which is still. Yeah. Uh, 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 we'll, we'll, we'll speak. We'll speak about. We'll speak about the final next week. Yeah, fair enough, yeah. fair enough. You've got to wait yeah. till the 10th of December for that one, but you've got to focus on Kaiser Chiefs first. But Aubrey and Gorma, listen, uh, absolutely sensational performance over the weekend. I, I'm just, I, I get thrills just watching Cape Town City play this season. I think that's testament to both Eric Tinkler's performances and indeed the way uh, the, uh, the players have reacted to him as well. Congratulations to the entire group and best of luck tomorrow against Kaiser Chiefs. Oh, thank you very much, Dave. SAFM Sports Wrap. Three minutes to seven on SFM, South Africa's news and information leader. We're going to uh, finish up there talking uh, La Liga with uh, our dear friend Antonio Barradas of, uh, of uh, La Liga, the African uh, director who has uh, joined us in, uh, in studio. So just a reminder then, uh, in terms of actual details, time-wise, when do people, uh, w- when do, I know it's not doors open, but when, when should people start gathering to, to watch uh, El Clasico if they want to join you at Nelson Mandela's Yeah, they will, they, will, they will join us. They can join in about uh, 2 o'clock. We'll be, we'll, we'll have, um, we'll have, some, uh, we'll have uh, some fun before. You know, we can have some drinks. You have, uh, we having, um, we having the MC, a lady, Carol Tashavala. And then we have that's is for that's is for then we have um, then we have uh, after the classic we have Gaspar Gaspar Noveste Gaspar Noveste yeah going to be performing correct indeed. so it'll be a fantastic it'll be a fantastic uh, afternoon so we invite everybody well, is everybody welcome and to enjoy this beautiful day it'll be a beautiful day there on Mandela Square on on Saturday it starts at the the game is at five o'clock something past five so at two o'clock we'll have uh, we'll have giveaways we have some we'll have um, these people entertaining so it'll be it'll be a nice nice afternoon for everybody it sounds like it's going to be a great afternoon a real opportunity to uh, to watch and see if Real Madrid's 31 game unbeaten run is likely to come to an end at the uh, Camp Nou on Saturday or will it be Barcelona returning to uh, winning ways it's been a real struggle for them but Antonio it, it's been a it's been a great pleasure to have you in the studio thank you very much for uh, joining us for uh, this evening's show and uh, enjoy not only the uh, El Clasico over the weekend but also in, enjoy the remainder your time here in South Africa, working with so many people in uh, so many different spheres. We we all we all basically we're in South Africa. We are in different countries as well. We agree. Actually, La Liga wants to be all over Africa, not basically just in South Africa. We we all over. And there's so much talent, yeah. so, so much deep. talent. Deep. But thank you very much and enjoy. Thank you very much. Thank you. SAFM Sports Wrap. Coming up towards the uh, top of the hour, we have to say cheers. We are out of here. But what uh, I just got to go once again and mention Mamelodi Sundowns. Congratulations to them. Yesterday, five 
uh, nil they've, they've, were victorious over Highlands Park in their uh, league encounter. This is a side that's just they can do no wrong at the moment. Uh, after a, a little stumble where they lost to uh, Bidrisfits in the MTN8, crashed out to Supersport United in the um, uh, Telcom knockout, and indeed found themselves losing to Cape Town City in the league. But they are back, and they are looking forward to playing their uh, next two matches. Mamalodi Sundowns, after being named Team of the Year, uh, I've got IX Cape Town on Wednesday, and then we've got Free State Stars before they leave for Japan to play in the Club World Cup, where potentially they could meet La Liga side Real Madrid. But for me, Dwayne Tolocco, Siobhan Chetty, and the rest of the team have a lovely evening. Cheers, it's 7 o'clock.